They were really good. You know what's really good? I don't hear Our anything. Intro. Can you start the over again? It's really good. I don't know why um, it's not playing out my speakers. You want to start over again? Either. That Europe was really good. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, everyone. Ken Danico here, Mr. <laughs> Devil. You're listening to the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, <laughs> the Uncle Puckers. Let's go, Devils. How that? Is that good? It's really good. All right. Excellent. All right, so uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we are the Uncle Puckers, and uh, thank Kenneth Danico for that awesome intro. And yeah. uh, so he sounds a little fucked up today, though. I'm not gonna Dan, lie. Anytime you you just throw it out whenever you want, I don't care. So yeah, I'm gonna work on it. it. it it'll yeah. be when you least expect it. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so what's up, guys? How you doing, man? What's I'm up? good. How is uh, how's the morning in Lithuania, Tone? I woke up like 30 minutes ago on the couch for this. <laughs> well. Yeah. Is it still freezing out there? Uh, it's like I think it's like 30s or I was just telling Bobby like 30s or 40s today and rainy oh, beautiful. though. Beautiful. Yeah, we had actually the uh, least amount this year was the least amount of sun ever in January in this country, which is like it was like three hours for the whole, and that was behind the clouds, you know. But uh, yeah, fun. So, what you guys? Uh, I mean, we haven't talked since the only game that we missed was the Wild game, and. Mm. Holy shit, man! What an awesome, awesome game that was. Yeah, uh, I have to say that, like, Bobby, you said in the last show that you know I just kind of want to see him play good, whether win or lose, just play. Like, I don't think that you could feel better about a loss than you do after that Minnesota game. I mean, they played awesome. Vanacek was all right. The dude's ready for the playoffs. I mean, if that's how he's gonna play. He's ready for the playoffs. The whole team, I thought, did great. And Minnesota is a heck of a team, and it was a fun game. I mean, it's not very often do you get 0-0 games rolling into the third that are that much fun. But, man, I was on the edge of my seat for that entire game. But Dougie Hamilton, pull him fucking down <laughs> at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, you know, Jesus. but, I mean, what's that? It's a Jesus, man. Pull him no. down. I was... Bob, what did you think of that game? I loved it. I thought it was an excellent game. It was so much fun. I actually didn't watch that game live, which, again, I don't watch most of the games live. Um, But I did accidentally sneak over to our Twitter page, and I saw one post that it was, you know, 0-0 going into the first intermission. Yawn. And I was like, yawn? Is is it boring? Like, what's going on? You know, I put on the game, and I was like, I don't know who he is. Maybe he's listening. But, uh, man, I thought it was super exciting. Do you think that us as being old devil fans right uh, are we just conditioned to like that style of game a lot more like- maybe i think it's a little bit of that more like the new devil fans just don't know how to appreciate those games really right i mean that's a, what bobby's kind of saying right like yeah. you know people bitching yeah. about it being zero zero We're like definitely that definitely more comfortable with it yeah well, i i yeah. Def- i love the goals i do i i it took some adjustment for me but I totally miss those tight goalie duels, and they're awesome. It's something you don't get with the with the you know five seven games and stuff like that. I think Chris nailed it actually. Like I was on the edge of my seat for most of that yeah. game. Yeah. And your average three two three one four three game, I'm not. I'm enjoying it, but right. I was literally edge of my seat just waiting for every last play. Now, yes. 
do you guys like because I know like if we win a game seven four like I get stressed out that we let four in like I get yep. like is, is that yeah like is, that we are conditioned to be very defensive minded I think and you know other teams seven four is just another night in the office and we won to us it's like oh my god we gave up four well that's five not, goals you know we like, have that like, mentality that you yeah. didn't play a structured game if you let in four goals absolutely right yeah. and anything and, over two really bothers me I want to be honest yeah, yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Um, we have you to know, get past that. But, man, <laughs> that is a a wild team that is going to give – they're not going to be an easy out. They're going to give fits to anybody at their face in the Western Conference. And, I mean, we've seen – I now, I'm pretty sure, we go over to schedule. I don't think we have – I think we have two Western Conference teams left that we have to play, and that's Chicago and Winnipeg. So every other team is the Eastern Conference. So we've rolled through everybody already. Um, and out of every team that we saw, I think the Minnesota Wild are the best Western Conference team that we've seen. And I think the Minnesota Wild are built to make a playoff run. Uh, with Gustafson playing that well and the rest of that team, I think they – I think we might have seen – I don't want to say, a, a, you know, that that was like a, a, a Stanley Cup final preview. I don't want to say that, but – I could kind of see the Wild in there. I don't necessarily know if I could see the Devils yet, but I could definitely see the Wild winning the West. Tony, wake up. Oh, well, I'm seriously <laughs> You fell asleep, dude? No, no. <laughs> it's pretty no, late. Was, I give him a pass. That <laughs> goaltending for the Wild, though, was just, I mean, it was a four, he had, I had 48, 47 saves. I mean, it was just. Is that we how had, many Gustafson had? had 47. 47. I think we put on, I want to say we put on, I know, over 20 in the third period of shots. I mean, it was like. That was intense. I mean, like you guys were saying, it reminded me of the old school hockey, the two-to-ones, the three-to-two games, which I prefer. I mean, I have to admit, like, I was thinking third period, whoever gives up the next goal is fucked, basically. Like, there was that kind of feel to it. I just don't know how anybody could watch that game and be bored. Like, just because the it's not like there weren't chances. There was fantastic goaltending on either side of the ice. There were some unlucky bounces for both teams, a few posts hit, this and that. All that stuff is super exciting. And so much fun to watch. I mean, just because, I mean, I guess people want to see goals scored every, you know, and, and rushes and goals being scored every few minutes. I much prefer seeing the entire team playing that well. Like, you're playing that good offensively that you can generate that much, uh, that, that many chances. It wasn't like this was a boring neutral zone game. No, this was end to end. It was, you know, and Danico said it a million times during the broadcast. A couple of shifts in the, in, Minnesota zone, a couple of shifts in Jersey zone. Gustafson and Vanacek playing fantastic goalie. That was probably the best game that Vanacek played as far as the, um, the, 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 the skill level of the saves. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, the like, quality chances. The, thank so. you. I, I, yeah, the quality chances that they had. He, I think the best game that he had as far as making, uh, I mean, if he's not on, we lose by four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and same with Gustafson. Gustafson's not on. We win four or five. Yeah. So, yeah. How about that officiating at the end, though? I thought there could have been a call or two at the end there that didn't get made, but I mean, I guess they were kind of letting them play. Into um, regulation, you're thinking, or overtime? Overtime. Yeah, you know, overtime. I don't well, know. Especially this late in the year, I feel like nobody really gives a shit about that overtime anymore. Well, and if you look at the. Uh, 
I mean, the only thing I could say about that game is I would have liked to have seen it go into shootouts. You played that hard. To lose that game with, what, .1 second left in, in OT, that was a bit of a heartbreaker. But You, you guys know, see that Eli Manning was there behind the net? Yeah, I saw the that. Game. They, um, yeah, I agree, though, that to lose like that, it was like, I mean, Jesus Christ. I was watching that clock, and I was at first I was thinking, are they going to review it? Did he get it in there in time? But it was in there in time, man. It was just... Yeah, I mean, it was definitely close, but, I mean... Hey, they won it. They deserved it. And, you know, uh, two seconds before that, Jack hits the post. You know, that game should have been over there. But uh, yeah. what do you guys... I will say, a playoff game, you got to pull that guy down. You you know, that's... You that's... do? Did that seem yeah. like slow motion to you, Dan, or what? Yeah, it did. It was like, come on, man. I, mean, I know you know the clock's running out, but it's not that, you know, it's too you close take to... Them just... out. Exactly. Yeah, you got to take him out. It doesn't matter. Uh, In a playoff you know... game, we'd be screaming about that play. As, go- as good as the game was, it would be like, you know, Hamilton let him down there, you know? Stuck in my head. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. We put it behind you. There's going to be a lot of games like this. Western Conference opponent, they pick up a point. Not the end of the world. Uh, you know, so we move on. All right. Uh, anything anybody want to add about the Wild game before we get into something else? Why not you know, the I North just, Stars? I... Why the Wild? The name, the like... Wild. I have to admit, I just... What was wrong with the North Stars? I know. It never grew on me. I like the logo. Logo's I, pretty yeah, cool. It's just the name I, is kind of like, cheesy. I like the name. I like the colors. I like the logo. I like I like everything about the wild. I, I dig them, and maybe that's just a little Minnesota Homer in me. But I do actually. I like the I like the name. I think it's one of the few teams probably. that are not a plural. No, I never like. I never like the name. I, I never like the. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't work for me. How many out. teams in the NHL are not plural? You got the Lightning. Yeah, Kraken. Yeah, there's a new one. We got the Wild. Anyone else off the top of your head? Uh, Avalanche. Avalanche, yes. Oh, there you go. Good okay. one, good one. Good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go through, like, divisions. And, and uh, boy. Yes. Uh, I think that might be it. Yeah, I think that might be. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, I think that might be it. Could be. All right, so right now we uh, have 71 games played, which means we have 11 games left. Seven, eight, nine, 11 games. I said 13 before when we were off camera. We have 11 games left. We are 45, 18, and 8 with 98 points right now. So I am going to give you guys the next 11 opponents. You don't have to give me scores. You don't have to. You can just tell me if you think the Devils are going to win the game or they're going to lose the game. So By the way, just to go back for yeah. a second, I always felt like the Hurricanes should have been singular. Like, what are they, a bunch of Hurricanes on it? Like, that's stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> it should have been the, the Hurricane would have been like the Hurricane. That would have been so much more menacing. The Hurricanes is stupid. Uh, okay. uh, whatever. You know, All I digress. Right. Sorry. Right. No, that's fine. Uh, Dan <laughs> is not happy with the name Hurricanes being plural. So. Right. For Absolutely. our exercise, should we just take it off and we'll add them to the non-plural names? Yeah, exactly. Right. So we got the Hurricane, the Kraken, right. the Wild, the Avalanche, the Yeah, Devil. what are they going to be, the Avalanches? That's stupid. That's true. The Wilds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, tomorrow night we play Buffalo in Buffalo. Dan. Yes. Are we going to win it or are we going to lose it? Oh, we're going to win an overtime loss going to be a, a win. I'm looking for a nice clean win. Uh, I think they realized they, you know, played super hard, did a good job, should have had better result, and they want to make sure they get one. That's okay, what I'm Bob. predicting. It's a win. It's a good win. Tone? 
Buffalo's lost four in a row, so it's a win for us, I think. Yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. Buffalo is not playing very good hockey right now, and I think that the Devils want to go in there and, and I think just play really hard, put up a big win. I'm going to go that. So then on Saturday night, and I'm not going to give you the dates either, uh, Ottawa at home. Dan? Ottawa at home. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Devils will come out on top. Um, I think it's something that we would think that they're going to do a little better than they are, and it might be a you know overtime win, something okay. like that. Yeah, I'm going like a 3-2, something like that. All right, Bob? Yeah, I agree. Tough game, but a win. Tone? Win, 5-2, I'm saying. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go with a win uh, just to keep it uh, kind of steady here. And then we have Monday night, we have the Islanders. Dan? That's I think in the island. I, yeah, I'm on the island. On the island, and you know, I'm, I know I'm saying win, 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 but I feel like this is going to be a win. I think this is where the Devils start to really tune up their game, realize they're playing a good team that you know still is potentially playoff bound, and then uh, they they come out with a hard game and they win. I'm expecting a good effort there. Bob, I'm thinking this one might be a tough loss, another late minute one or overtime or shootout, but. I think it could be a loss. Tone. A win. I have that game down as an overtime loss. Uh, I'm with Bob on that. I just think Islanders are, you know, they're a really good team, and I just think that you, you're going to have a good weekend if they pull both out Friday and Saturday going up to the aisle. I, I don't know. I I'm, I can see them winning, but for this exercise, I'll go overtime loss. Then Thursday night, we have the Rangers at home in the Rock. What are we going to do, Dan? I think we're going to win this game. And, um, you know, I think this will be very close. I think it's going to be higher scoring than either team would want. Um, mm. And I think we uh, will win in possibly in overtime. All right, Bob. Yeah, this is our next springboard game. We are going to win. It's going to be dramatic, I think, because it's going to be a hard game. And it's really going to push us to the final couple weeks. Tone? I'm going to say loss and a okay. shootout. Unfortunately, right. and I think this is gonna this is gonna be a nasty game. I think it's gonna basically be a little preamp for the playoffs, definitely, and uh, sort of set the tone for that. I think with these two teams, I'm gonna take that game as a win, um, mainly because if they lose it, and you know that's probably who we're gonna play uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and if they lose it, I'm just not gonna feel good about that. So I want to beat. Them I hope you guys are right. Last please. time we play them. <laughs> And give them the headaches going into the playoff series with us, knowing that last time we played these guys in their building, they routed us 5-2, and we were playing some of the best hockey that all year that we were playing when they did that. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Uh, then we go to Chicago to play the Blackhawks. Dan? I think these next two will be lucky to split them. Uh, I think these are some letdown games. Western Conference coming off of a big emotional wins and feeling good about themselves. So I think this is where we rest some players, you know. I think we're going to have to start thinking about rest, um, and you're going to see a different lineup. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we dropped this one, uh, you know, not in spectacular fashion, but I think you're going to see, you know, a couple of these games, this one and the next maybe particularly, of, you know, not your full lineup and uh, not your full effort, I want to be honest with you. Kind of a classic trap game kind of thing is what you're kind of feeling, you know. Going into Chicago, they're not going to make the playoffs or traded away a lot of their guys. They could end up 
sneaking one past, you know, sneaking a win out. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I think they're going to win that game against the Blackhawks, but I do have them down for a loss against the Jets. But that's all right. So we'll go, Dan. You're going to say a, a, a loss to Chicago? Yeah, I think I am. Bob? This is not the rest game for them yet because they're going to get closer and closer to winning that division. They're not going to be right. resting anybody yet. I do think they're going to win this game. And actually, I think they're going to win it easily. They're not okay. going to be let down after the Ranger game. All right, Tom. I agree with Bobby. I'm thinking five to one. I think that with also with the Blackhawks, as I mentioned the other day, we have to remember that the Bedard sweepstakes have started, and I think that you know Chicago's not going to want to win too much. Even I think they're going to want to get in there for the lottery. So that's a good point, Tom. All right. So the next game we have is the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, that is our last Western Conference team we're playing. It's in Winnipeg. I have that game down as a loss. Um, I think the Devils and Jets, anytime they play together, it's a heck of a game. Halibut's a good goalie. I'm thinking that's going to be a, an L for the Devs. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I'd like to see them split their season series, so I'm going to hope for a win here, and that'll be the split. But I, I don't think it's going to be a very good uh, game on the Devils' part for the reasons I was saying earlier. I think you might even have a couple guys not make the trip. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. All right, Bobby? I have this down as a loss. It, they play them really tough. Yeah. And uh, just something about playing them. So, yeah, that, that's my upset there. Okay. T? Slow loss also I'm going with on this one. All right. Jets, are, like, Jets always come to play against the Devils. Then we come back home for our final five. Um, and, well, three of them are against um, Metropolitan Division teams, and it looks like three of them are against Atlantic teams. So our first game is – or two of them against Atlantic. We come home to play the Penguins in our building. Dan? Um, yeah, um, I, I think we should win this game. Uh, I would like to win this game. We'll see what Pittsburgh's playing for here. If they're playing to get in, you know, and we're looking at, um, you know, these are the last few games of the season. You wonder where, like I said, people start getting rested in these last games. Um, so it could be tough, but I'm going to go for a win here. Okay. All right. Bob? I'm I'm struggling here now because I I know statistically I want to get another loss or two in here, but... I'm honestly looking at it, and I think we can take down the Penguins in that game. Uh, originally, I was going to say it might even be hard. Now I'm not so sure. Uh, maybe a comfortable kind of 4-2-ish. I'll go with a win. All right. Tone? I'm going to go with a win also. Yeah, I mean, we play Pittsburgh very well, um, and they are a good team. And even if they're, you know, getting ready uh, to, you know, make a playoff push, we are still kind of tuning up our game. So I'm going to go with a win uh, against Pittsburgh. And then we have another home game against the Blue Jackets. Um, we'll start with you, Bob, because I don't know what Dan's doing. I'm yeah, gonna Blue Jackets at home. What do you it's think? easy to look at this and say, okay, there's your trap game. You know, we're going to lose. The Blue game. Jackets are awful. <laughs> Not going to happen. They are too awful. I want to destroy them. That's a big win. All right. Bobby's got a win. Dan, are you back? Yeah, I'm going with the win here. Okay. And win also. Doing the win also. I'm going to go on and say that's a classic trap game. Devils are going to walk into that one, and uh, Columbus is going to, I think, pull out the win. Maybe an overtime loss, whatever. All right. Down to the final three. Third game before the end of the season, we go up to play the Bruins in Boston. Guys. Dan, go ahead. 
we all want this win more than any other left in the schedule. Let's admit it. And, Absolutely. Um, it's going to be game. a tight game, and I feel like you know we got to we got to pull it out. So I'm going to say yes. We beat we the win. Bruins. We, we go beat up the Bruins to Boston. Yes. To a week before the playoffs start, two weeks before the playoffs, and we beat the best team in the league in their building. Yep, it's uphill, right. but I feel like, like they it. know what's at stake here. I like it. All right, Bob, you're shaking your head, so I'm guessing you're in agreement. Head because, yeah, this, this is going to be the game not only do we want to win for all those reasons you said. This is going to be the game on the line that puts us in the first place. I think this is the one, and we oh, beat the I, Mighty Bruins. Yep. I will make that little notation in here for you, Bob, just in case. Do that. So you think we stay in second place in the Metropolitan or tied or behind the, Pan- the, the Panthers, the Hurricane, until – see what I did there? The Hurricane. Singular. Yeah. The Hurricane. Before, uh, so you think that we'll be tied or behind the hurricane before this game, and this is the game that we're going to take the lead. We, we can either be tied in points, but still statistically behind. I don't know how the schedule lays out with them. But with the we're going to be alone in first place we after that game. Them this, that night. Okay. Okay. I like it. And T? I really feel like they could win this game, but you know what? I'm going to go with a win here because I think it's. I have a, you know, I don't know how Boston's going to be. Are they going to be resting guys? They're at 113 points already. I don't know, you know, we don't know what the lineup they're going to put out there against the Devils. I'm going to go with a win for the Devils. Um, all right, I think this is going to be the game that when it's over, a lot of the NHL stops and says, "Watch out for the Devils come playoff time because they just went into Boston and beat them." I think we can beat them. I think we're going to beat them. I'm taking a W there. We're down to our final two games. All right, we got to we go we at home against the Sabers, um, second to last game of the season. Dan, yeah, um, I think this is a letdown game. You're coming off that huge win that we're hoping for against Boston, right? And um, you got a team that maybe's fighting to get in. Uh, and even if they're not, I feel like the situation's ripe for a letdown. It's also a great place to rest our guys. Okay. So, uh, right. you know, that, that them looking for those losses that, because I really feel this team can beat anyone. They're going to lose to some. I'm looking for them to lose, like, the right games, it, it, you know, against the ones that you feel like they just don't get up for. Right. All right, Bob, what do you think of that game? I think they win the game. You think um, they win that game? All right. Tough, Tougher than it should be. But yeah, I think they win that game, too. Uh, how about you, Tone? I think they win the game. I think Buffalo is just getting worse. The season's getting worse for them. And then, you know, they're another team who I don't – who I picture at the end, starting to bring up some minor leaguers to see what they got in the system down there. Um, they're happy, probably secure being at the bottom right now with the draft coming up. And, you know, so I'm going to – I guess I think it's going to be an easy win for the Devils. An easy win. Okay. Yeah, I really do. All right. I, uh, I'm going to take that Buffalo game. And they are coming off a huge – win against Bob you had them as a win too right for that game yes. alright so uh, I mean I think they're going to win it and I do. I think it's going to be Luke Hughes debut he will come into that game he'll play it Devils are going to win it and I think we're all going to be really really impressed with Luke Hughes after that game final game cool. of the season it's in Washington against the Caps uh, a team that very well could be fighting for a position uh, for that last or second to last wild card spot um, I like, uh, you know, I think that this is it for Washington. If Washington doesn't make the playoffs this year, I think their window is slamming shut, and they're going to be out for a little while, so they, you know, maybe they might be playing with a little more piss and vinegar than the Devils. Uh, 
I'll jump out and say that game is a loss. Um, it's in Washington. I'm going to take the last game of the season as an L. Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's hard to disagree with here. That's a great time to rest, you guys. Whatever is going to be accomplished is going to be accomplished by then. The only way the Devils come out and say, like, oh, is they have something to play for to pick, you know, to, to possibly. And, and this is going to happen anywhere in the last stretch. Uh, take first solely. If that's done one way or the other here, then I don't see the Devils winning this game. I think they're going to rest. I think uh, Washington made a very good point why they're going to push hard there. And um, I, I, I would like to see the Devils rest anyway. So I'm going to take the Ella there as well. So, as much as I really hate ending the season on a loss. You I, ended I, the you season know. on two losses. What's that? You ended I, the season yeah, on two losses. Right, exactly. So, so that's, a, that's a great point. back losses. All right. Yeah, uh, that's all right. This is either going to be the first game all year, doesn't mean anything, or it literally is going to be still tie-breaking with Carolina. It's either going to be a loss because it doesn't mean anything. We're resting. Maybe even Blackwood starting for all we know. Um, who? Yeah, Blackwood. Don't give or, anyone um, any ideas. If it is on the line and they lose, because it would be you know so dramatic if they lost. Either way, I'm just I just I think it's going to be a loss. I think hopefully because they're resting some guys. Tone. I think it's going to be a loss just because wow. I think it's going to stress us out a little. You know, it's got to give you that little bit of stress before the playoffs start. Like, oh, shit, are we ready for this? You know, so I think it's, you know, I have a feeling it's so going to be a loss. We all have losses. Um, I, I had one in there uh, against the Islanders that I had as an overtime loss. Uh, do you guys want to make any of those losses that you have overtime losses, or are you guys fine with regulation losses? I think the Rangers I picked shoot out, so I'm thinking that's an overtime loss possibly. All right, so you did. You took a loss, and I'll give you that one in OT. Okay, so we'll start with Dan. You have them winning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of their last 11 games. Okay, so that's 16 points. So according to you, the Devils are going to end with a 114 points. Mm. Bobby? What's our record again? We have uh, 45, 18, and 8, and we have 98 no, points. No, no. The Devils' most points oh, in a season. We're gonna we got that record uh, thing. We're gonna do next. All right, so I'll hold off on that. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby, you have them with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Again, you also had eight wins, so ball. you're at 114 points. Tony has one, two, three. Tony has an overtime loss in there, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But Tony has 19 points because he took the overtime loss. So he has 115 points for the Devils this year finishing up. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and one overtime loss. So that's 14. I'm at 113. So that's where we got the Devils this year. So now, the cool thing there is, what? in a roundabout way, we all came up with about the same amount of wins remaining. Right. And if you look at what they've done all year, that it's a very logical conclusion. Two out of yeah. three were better. Yeah, Spock. Yeah, around three out of four almost. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, they, this is what they've done. They really uh, – we have, a, I think – how many times did we lose two in a row this year? Not many. Outside uh, of the losing streak, this last right. three three, uh, three, last three week. loss – I think I don't think they had any other back-to-back losses. Start the season, opening the season. Yeah, yes. right. And then that's crazy. Right, I think. And then the last two, so three times. 
think we went like yeah. winless in six back in December. I think there was a stretch there that was six that was. Oh uh, no, I think it was even worse. It was like eight. Oh okay. All right. So I mean, I, I gotta check. I don't have them losing two in a row for the rest of the season. Dan only has them losing the final two games in a row. Bobby had does not have them losing two in a row, nor does Tony. So yeah, I mean, that, you're right. It does kind of jive with what they've been doing. So I have an article here from NJ.com, and it is by Ryan Novozinski. I think we've read some stuff from him before. So he writes here, The Devil's Records That Could Be Broken in the Final 11 Games. So, oh, for Christ's sakes. I've read this thing before, and now there's a frickin' paywall up. Oh, that's the problem with NJ.com, those bastards. Oh, man, that's so depressing. Greedy bastards. Well, just make it up. You remember? Just say that's what it said. I don't, I, I don't remember. I know one was the points. Um, maybe if I send it to you, one of you guys, it'll see, you'll be able to come article, on. Man. What? What was the name of the article? Just look up. I'm uh, gonna forward it to you right Ryan, now. NJ.com Devils. You'll find it. I'll take this forward. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See if you can get it. While you're looking that up, do you guys see Lazar's out for a while? They're saying yeah, that also. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the injuries. Uh, I think that that's a, a good thing. Now, yeah, I heard that too. Lazar's going to be out for a little while, but we don't have any information on him, right? That's no. a good thing. What? Yeah, paywall. No. And what was the, there was another one that was not in the skate this morning that I was telling you about, Chris, and I actually can't remember who was missing from practice this morning. Um, well, we got Bastion and Wood. Wood was right? in there. Well, Wood is back. So he should yep. be playing tomorrow. Cool. Tatar. Uh, yeah, Tatar wasn't in practice today, oh, which to me, Tatar is a big part of this team. Yeah, he's, he's been. And we don't know huge. what's going on with him uh, yet. I mean, did they say anything, Tone, other than just he got hurt in practice? He, I don't think he ever put on the skates this morning, even. I don't think he even went out there. So, so the Devils today had uh, Nolan Foot moving up to the third line with uh, Palat and Boquist, and they moved Miles Wood back in with uh, McLeod and Sharon Govich. Yeah, until fourth Bastion Lazar comes back again. This is where your depth comes in. Sharon Govich, Govich has been playing fantastic in these last couple of games that he's gotten on the ice. So I, I have no problem with him on that fourth line. And you know, I'm really interested to see Nolan Foot. So yeah, Tatar is awesome, but uh, you know that's why we have these dudes. That's why we, you got to be a deep team. You're gonna, you know, if you want to make a playoff run, you're not gonna have your, you know, every, you know, your same. You know, 12 starters in there on forwards every night. You know, you have to – you're going to deal with injuries. You're going to deal with poor play, people getting benched, whatever. I'm okay with this. I just hope it's not long-term. No, because so I do gonna... think Tatar is someone that's is going to make some key plays for us this postseason. Him and Hala, I believe, are the two guys that we're going to – you know, that especially with Tatar might not be back this year. I'm kind of hoping they get him on, a, like, a friendly contract next year. If he played as good as this year, because this year I thought he had a good year with the Devils. It was uh, – Tatar had a, a, I mean, compared to last year, I think it was head and shoulders above. Yeah. I mean, he really, uh, I think last year was just, it was a bad team. He wasn't comfortable on it. They really, we didn't know what role he was in last year. We were putting him in the third line, the fourth line. He was all over the place. 900 feet up to 1,300 feet. What an yeah, asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you know what, um, though? He's just gotten better as the year went on, Yes, too. this year he has been uh, and extremely that's, that's nice solid. to see. Yeah. yeah. I remember few weeks ago, I think I said, I, I might have put him in the good but fairly replaceable category. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, I've totally changed my tune on that. I think, think he's, he's totally everything we need on this now. team. <laughs> I'd love to sign him longer. 
Yeah. Well, right now I, I've said I've said all along. I like. I think he's going to be one of those dudes who put in the goal in the third period in game three or four that you know you don't expect. I just it's someone like Tatar that does that in the postseason. I think for a team. Okay. And I have a problem before we move on. Okay, what's your problem? Well, I got a bone to pick. This time it's oh, with NewJersey.com. Why? Because of the paywall? Well, not, not just because of the paywall. But as a content person, it should be free. Anyway, no, I, I'm I hovering over their sports link and I'm looking down, you know, their list. Yeah. The Devils oh, are dead last. When you hover what? Sports. The Devils are dead last. Like in their list of sports. In their teams. list. It goes, who's, yeah. who's on the list? It's Sports Home, then it's Steve Politti, then it's the Giants, the uh-huh. Eagles, the Jets, uh-huh. the Yankees, the Mets, Rutgers football, uh-huh. Rutgers men's basketball, Rutgers women's basketball, <laughs> well, my God. Rutgers sports, Seton Hall, and the Devils. Yeah, I got kind of league in there too, right? Once you get once <laughs> so. once you start hitting the the Rutgers stuff, we got to be above that. I mean, I think so. I'm okay I mean, with women's being, basketball. I don't know. The Jets, the Giants, the Eagles, the Mets, the Yankees. How about merchandise? Just just go with merchandise that you see on people driving around. You tell me who's got the bigger footprint in New Jersey, Rutgers or the Devils? I hate to admit it, I think it's Rutgers. Well, after last week's uh, round one in the March Madness, it might be Fairly Dickinson. Yeah, well, right. they, you know, they, they that's going to fade away from memory real quick, upset. I'm sure. Did yeah. Mammoth go on a run like that a couple of years? Oh yeah, ago? remember that? Paul went on a run like that. Yeah. Like we're all about upsetting it's, people in the first every time. Round. It's like it never happens except that when it does. You know, it, right? It's usually a Jersey team, which is kind of cool. It is. All right. So let me ask you guys a question. Not who do you think is going to be the you know surprise uh, in the playoffs? Like who's going to come up big or whatever? But I, not that. Who are you looking forward to seeing the most in the playoffs? As far as Who's got you intrigued enough that I really cannot wait to see what this dude does in the playoffs? Who are you so excited about seeing? Around the NHL? No, or... no, no, just the Devils. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. no, just our team. Man, I'll, I'll just say there's so many guys. I want to see how they perform in the playoffs. Sure. Now, as far as like what's most essential to a success or not, I really want to see if Vanacek's going to be a playoff goalie, you know? Because uh, that was unknown even before he had this little rough stretch, and now it's even more into question. Hell, I don't even know if he's going to be the the starter or just splitting games. Well, but you I know, mean, the, uh, the, I think the way he played against Minnesota and the way he played against uh, yeah. Tampa the night before, I think right. that the I think coaching it's probably they should be a lot more comfortable after the last two starts that he had. Absolutely, um, a huge game against Carolina. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's. He, I, look, I honestly have never soured on him, and even the little bit of bad stretch he had, I'm, I'm attributing very little of it to him. That said, it's all about the playoffs, and he's an unknown. Yeah. So that's the one I'm probably, if I have to pick one. But come on, like go down the line. Who doesn't want to know if Jack Hughes is going to be a magician in the playoffs, or is this little stretch that he's on going to be indicative of how he is in the playoffs? Is his size going to be a negative in the playoffs? So many great questions there. I don't know. Bobby, who do you who are you looking forward to? It's really tough. It's like picking your favorite song. I'd rather have like a group of ten. Um, I think but it's easier to go with like sexy. One. I know you can't all be odd either. Of like Jack Hughes, but then you can parlay that against you know the two way play of like a Heisher. But underrated, under the radar. Although I want to say Palat because I really want to see what he's going to bring to this table. Because if he's doing his job and the other guys can do their job a little better, but I'm really curious about Mike McLeod. Yeah, I like. I want to see what he does. If he keeps up this face-off percentage that he's doing, and that fourth line connects, 
he's yeah. kind of got a bad rap. You know, we drafted him high, never quite became the scorer you're supposed to do. He's got a nice little role with us now, but he was supposed to be doing a little more. But now what he's doing is so important. I'm going to go with Mike McLeod. I like that pick. He's one of my favorites. I do, and I like Michael McLeod, and I agree with you 100%. Uh, playoff time, his 68 or 69% faceoff wins is just going to be huge for this team. Um, you know, he's he's stellar on the faceoff circle, and yeah, he's going to be a, good, a guy to definitely watch. How about you, Tone? Well, I think, like with Jack Hughes, I think that's the obvious answer because we all want to see what he can do in the playoffs. I think, you know, with Nico, I think Nico's a. I have no worry about Nico Hughes in the playoffs this year. I think that this year he has showed us that he is a solid, just an all around solid player. I have no problem with him. I'm actually looking forward to see what Jesper Bratt does in the playoffs because. There's several reasons why we don't have to get into obviously contract and all this stuff, but I really want to see what Brad does in the playoffs because he could be another one who's a game changer if he shows up completely in them. See, I, I agree with what you just said, Tone, about Jack. You know, everybody wants to see Jack, but he is, in to me, he's the most important guy that I want to see in the playoffs. Um, there are a couple. Be. There are a couple of guys on this team that I will never, ever, ever talk shit about. Um, and I will never, I will not talk shit about Vitek Vanacek. Even when he was going through his rough start, I was, you know, pulling for this guy. He should be our number one. I've never strayed from that, and that comes from mostly the fact of remembering what last year was like and the year mm-hmm. before that and Great the year point. before that. And finally, like we finally have somebody. I don't give a shit if he has a two, three game rough patch. Vitek Vanacek is going to be there. The other guy I will not ever talk shit about on this team. Is Jack Hughes. Jack is a magician. He is the by far the best offensive player we have ever drafted. He's going to be with this. He's going to be a, a linchpin on this team for many years to come. He's going to be a reason why over the course of the next five to seven years, guys are going to want to come and play here um, because of Jack. I and Jack seems to have the mentality of you count me out. You start doubting me. You, I'm going to prove you all wrong. And I think playoff time, this guy is going to be hungrier than anybody else on the ice. Um, and I do think it's going to translate positively. I am a little bit worried about his size, like Dan brought up, because he, you know, in the playoffs, you know, what what's going to be, uh, whoever our opposition is, what's going to be their main factor going into the playoffs? What is going to be their main goal going into the playoffs? Shut Jack Hughes down. Don't let Hughes and that line beat you. You know, and um, I just don't know if it's going to be enough. I just think the firepower on this team is going to open Jack up to, to have a lot of and and look, Lindy, uh, he'll if Jack is getting shut down. You know, we go through a first couple of games with the Rangers, and he's not getting any room. You know, he's going to be popping him into the fourth line, the third line. He's going to double shift him. It's going to give Jack every opportunity to be successful, and I think he's going to be. There are, like you guys said, a bunch of dudes. Like we have. We have such unknowns about everything. Yeah, honestly, this would have been easier if we asked, who do you feel is not even a question in the playoffs? Because I am interested in almost every single one. I'm going to agree with Tony, like, I think Nico Heischer is going to be Nico Heischer, you know? I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, okay with that. I think Marino is going to be Marino. I think, you know, you can count on those. Outside of that, man, almost everybody has a huge question mark how they're going to fit in this team. Hamilton's probably going to be reliably Hamilton. Um Unfortunately, I'm afraid Severson's going to be, but he's actually not been himself lately, and that's that's a good thing. I hope that's, it stays like that, yeah, except exactly. for a couple of things here and there that came up. But 
let's let's yeah. hope that 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 definitely uh, that Severson does not revert back to his <laughs> nonsense. But uh, Isn't yeah, it I nice mean, guys though that with Jack Hughes we have like. You know, we had Taylor Hall, who we felt like, I don't know about you guys, but you felt like you didn't want to be here, right? We've had so many guys who we always feel are waiting for the train out. Yeah. But Jack Hughes has, I feel like he loves being a devil. Like I, I agree. I, I mean, and I love that fact because I have, there's a lot of guys, we've, I always just tell my wife, and she's like, why are these guys leaving when they can? I said, this is how it goes here. You know, now I feel like we have a dude who is 100% Jersey. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, Jack is going to be a big reason that other dudes are going to want to come and play here in the future, and I love that. Uh, I think, again, another guy, and Bobby brought him up, that I'm so curious about be, only because of his reputation in the playoffs is Pilat. And, you know, Pilat hasn't yeah. been an offensive juggernaut for us this year, and I don't think anybody – I think everybody's okay with that because of – he's a playoff guy. That's what everyone says about Oh, Pilat in the playoffs. So for that – conversation that's been going on since we uh, signed him I just really hope he has a good postseason um, you know and, and it's going to be a, a fun thing to watch but yeah to me I, I, I want to see Hughes I want to see Hughes turn it up to another level and just start taking games over again because and, and one of the reasons why I said I will not talk shit about Jack I don't know if we're, we're definitely not in this position second in the Metro at 98 points with 11 games left. No, without. his bad, bad patch of the season, he's still averaging a point a game. And he carried us. <laughs> you know what I mean? He carried us through January. Absolutely. I mean, we were winning games, and it was all on the back of Jack Hughes. Um, and for that, you know what? If the guy is still recovering a little bit from his injury or just like he said, you know, a long season, waiting to get to the playoffs to turn it on. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to, you know, I will give mostly anybody else on this team shit if they deserve it. But Jack has definitely gotten a pass for me this year. Um, so I, I, I really want to see him turn it on in the playoffs. And maybe with his brother in the lineup, maybe that will be a little bit more extra incentive. What do you think yeah, the odds are that happening? I'm not plot I've seen that dude play. I mean, that guy is, I really, he's yeah. another one who I do not, for some reason, I have no concern for playoffs. I, I hope think you're right. Now, I never followed him during the regular season. Yeah, I've seen him play Tampa. a lot do you, think he, do you think, like, he was always kind of hanging back in the regular season, like we see this year where his production totally accelerated in the playoffs? Was that always his MO? But don't you, I think he's been playing good now. I mean, I actually believe the last month he has played yeah, yeah, really he has, solid. But, does that mean like that's what he's done now? He's purposely like turning it on. I think it's purposely. I think he's like Claw the Mew, right? Like not like Claw the Mew exactly, but Lemieux was a dude who in the playoffs came. Yes. He was Superman, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's... And it, and then what else is going to be fun to watch because of the unknown quantity of this team is who else is going to be like that? Who is going to be another dude? Are we are we going to have another guy or two that just like you said come out of nowhere? A Michael McLeod. Uh, you know, you can see guys like you know Dawson Mercer taking over a series. Um, you I know, think it's we interesting we haven't that. said Meyer yet, you know, because I kind of forgot I mean, about him. It, it, isn't it amazing? Because I expect I, I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, he's obviously an amazing player, but he's kind of been almost like taken for granted here because we haven't expected a lot of output yet. You know, he's still gelling this and that. But come playoff time, we're going to like expect this big get to, to produce. And I I think that's going to be really interesting to see. How many games? He's played, what, nine games with us now? Yeah. So he had I think eight. I think, I, think the, he, I think the wild game was, was eight. eight games with Minnesota. And six yeah. points, right? Four goals, two assists. I mean, he's – and, you know, besides a couple – he's always good for a penalty lately in a game. 
you know. But uh, he's definitely getting more comfortable, um, mm-hmm. and I'm liking what I see. And you know, he has the. And we talked about this before he even came here, like being able to just open up lanes and and making guys, getting guys open, uh, just with his sheer size. You know, he does with his size what Jack just does with his skill. You mm-hmm. know, Jack goes in the offensive zone. He's got two guys on him. And Jack knows who the open guy is, and nine out of ten times he's going to find him. Meyer just parking in front of that net and he's such a big dude and you can't budge him I mean it is really I think that I was against moving him up to that first line with Heischer but I tell you I was dead wrong because I like that line yeah and they play very well together Heischer and Meyer I mean good complimentary styles you know oh man well Bobby if your metropolitan win prediction doesn't come true man it's going to be us and the Rangers we're going to get a preview of that a week from tonight which I'm looking forward to. So we'll do a show before that game, and we'll talk about it. But um, you guys want to play Devil You Know? Sure. I uh, am working on a sounder for that, but I don't have it yet. Can you um, sing something? Yeah, please. Go, ahead. Go for it. No, you. Once oh, <laughs> we get the intro going, then we'll get the sounder. <laughs> yeah. I think it would sound good in a metal voice, Tony. You got any ideas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Maybe wake your kids up. Yeah. They record that later. Yeah, they would wake up, actually. <laughs> Are you going to do it or not? No, I'm looking. Uh, do a soft metal voice. Oh, that's cute. I have to sit here. Uh, a soft metal voice? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, man. We embarrassed him. All right. The rules of the devil you know is one person will give clues, which will be Bobby today, and myself, Tony, and Dan will get the guess. We shout out answers. Uh, the game, Bobby will give us clues to a former devil. Uh, anybody who at one point has played on this team, uh, we can yell out answers. We have three uh, incorrect answers before we are eliminated. We can ask Bobby any question. He can choose to answer it or not. And uh, I think that's pretty much the rules. So are you guys ready? I suck at this. I think what, Chris and Bobby, Chris and Dan, Dan are the only one that points yeah, so far. Dan, Dan took, uh, I have it here. Dan took round one with John Van Beesbrook. I was the um, clue giver. Dan won it. And then uh, Tony did round two. He was the clue giver. And I won that with Sean Burke. So, I'm like, um, I'm like a trivia guy. Like, I'm always like the second behind everybody else. This is why I never yeah. did it on like, trivia TV shows. Yeah, I, was, I start to I hear was, you say it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what right. happened to me with the Sean Burke one. I was like, ah, ah, my brain doesn't work fast enough. I also knew that like that was one of Tony's favorite devils. <laughs> Man, I was I was listening to that team on transistor radio back in the day, right? <laughs> Billington right. and so uh, I guess we're ready. Yeah. So by default, I'm not allowed to do uh, Iliash or McKay. We know that. So no, we, we definitely can't do McKay, um, only because I assume that was going to be who you picked for your first one. So all right, so go ahead, Bobby. You can start. Canadian born, 1969. 1969 born. Drafted in 1989, fourth round, 73rd overall by the whale. 73rd? Yep. By Hartford. Hmm. Debuted with them in 1989, but just five games before he really started to take off as an NHLer. Beak. He played for eight teams. Can I guess? Yes, you're right. Oh, wait, no, he didn't play for the Devils. Never mind. I was going to say Ron Francis, but he, he didn't play for the Devils. almost yourself, I guess. I know, but I, I, I took it back. All right, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you saying? 
eight teams that he's played for. Eight teams. Dallas, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Phoenix, Anaheim, Washington, Nashville, and New Jersey, of course. Can you say them again? Dallas, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg. Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Phoenix, Anaheim, Washington, Nashville. So you're saying drafted by Hartford but never played for them? He did play for them. Five games? Five games in 1989, then a year or two later. So nine teams. Is is that in order (laughs) of the teams he played with? That's a good point. This only stated because then he came back in the league with Dallas. They did not consider his whale or debut, I guess. Guess it's nine teams. Gotcha. All right. Still doesn't help me get it amazingly. No. 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 Played 880 total games. Okay. 48 goals, 52 assists for an even 100 points. Seventeen hundred and thirty-nine penalty minutes, and I had him sign a boxing glove instead of a picture. All right, so we got a fighter here, Big Jim. Um, the hell was his name, Jim? Um, nicknames are uh, welcome uh, here, and you did nail it. Oh, it is uh, J- Jim Mc. Uh, what the hell's his name? Yeah, Jim McKenzie. Jim McKenzie. 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 Shit. Big Jim. That's right. Ooh. Good job. Good job. Okay. Uh, just to, I like that just one. to round it out, um, he actually holds the record for the most playoff games without a point as a forward. That's fifty-one <laughs> games. Really? Uh, he's 6'4", 230 pounds, and he won the cup with us in two thousand three. Okay, wow, like that's that a good one. one. That's, that's a good one. A good that's a good one. one. Yeah. You know, all those teams. You think it would help you get the player, but honestly, that. Like the points messed me up. When he said the, yeah, he told me the penalty minutes is what got me because I'm thinking, okay, who's a fighter that we had that was been around that you know? And I remember Jim, what they were talking to him when he was they were in Dallas for the last yes. game, yes, and that's just kind of clicked. I couldn't remember McKenzie, so just big yeah. Jim. So yeah, that's yeah. a good one. So so round four, uh, Dan. That's a week from tonight. You get to uh, uh, give the uh, clues. Neil Broughton. And we, uh, Randy McKay. Randy McKay. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I like this game. And we have to yeah. just get a fun little sounder for it. Yeah. I got to put it together. But I am so illiterate when it comes to computers. I really am. I, I, it's bad enough. I mean, lucky enough that I can actually post a podcast. So, yeah. I like it. All right, guys. So, uh, two games this weekend, right? We got Buffalo and we have Ottawa. What do you um what are you guys looking to see? What do you you know, I mean we already know who you guys are picking to win. We yes. actually have uh wins across the board for both games. Everybody took them to win this weekend. I so, think nobody wants to lose two in a row. So there's part of that why we feel like the next game let's not string any losses together here. That's let's you know, you realize that that was a close game, could have gone your way and so I'm looking for them to come out and, you know, play with a little bit of a vengeance uh, to, you know, kind of tur- turn that game and the unfortunate last-minute collapse, uh, you know, right those wrongs and, and, and get a win there. And the next game, we got who again? Ottawa. Good Ottawa yeah. center team. Yeah. Um, I get it. Uh, and I feel like that's going to be a win. I think they're going to want to get back on a roll there and play hard. Let me uh, ask you guys a question. 
do you think that the way the Devils play this year, you know, that, that just using their speed, and we see it so many times in the third period where we just completely dominate third period play. And a lot of that is because uh, the our opponent is basically spending 40 minutes before that just skating their asses off and chasing a puck. And, you know, when we're on our game, it's very hard to defend, and we tend to have very good third periods because players are exhausted and we're still flying. Do you think our style of play will help or not help or, you know, be just a non-factor in the playoffs in overtime? It's interesting. I know long overtime, you have to get into a groove. This is not that five-minute three-on-three. You know, uh, you have to play a stable game. It's a little bit about conservation. You know, teams that have gone to multiple overtime games will tell you that it's insane. You can't play at 11 the entire game. You see ebbs and flows in the in the, in the uh, way the game's played. And I do worry about the Devils, like, you know, only really having their best success with the pedal to the metal because that is kind of unsustainable in a triple overtime game. You know, um, that said, you know, look, if you lose one overtime game where the guys are gassed and they're not themselves, but you're otherwise dominating a series, you're not worried about that. It's it's overall, I think, going to be a plus. But um, I, I do worry about it in certain longer overtime uh, games. Um it's not you know not the three on three so the, the stars don't get to shine as much they have to keep playing a good game and they have to keep playing defensively sound you know and that's that's it's going to be different than the overtimes wins that we have seen and that's uh, true for a lot of guys on this team you know yes. a lot of these dudes get into a five on five 20 minute overtime period in the playoffs uh, I think the devils are going to have uh, if they are going to have success in, in those situations I think it's going to come early. I think that, you know, if they can score within the first five or six minutes of an overtime, otherwise I think it comes down to what you said, Dan, with people not making mistakes, playing conservatively, only taking the chances when you have them. Um, and, yeah, I, that's another thing I'm really curious to see. How's this team doing overtime? Mm-hmm. You know, you go to 2012, right? We were in the cup final against the, the Kings. What did we lose, the first two in overtime? Yep. Mm-hmm. And we lost that's the whole huge. series in five, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, those overtimes, that, that killed us, you know? That was it. That was the series. What do you think, Tone? You think that, that their speed and their style of play will help them in an overtime over, overtime playoff period? or It could. I'm not really so much worried about them in overtime. I, I think with – I mean, it's going to be kind of learn as you go, right? We're not – we haven't been there. So we – I think it's going to be how fast can we – so say if we do go to an overtime game and we learn, well, we learn by our mistakes because you don't have much of a window to learn. So, I mean, it's kind of – I don't worry about them in overtime. I'm just more worried about the. I want to see how we react when we're given certain situations that we have we're not used to because it's going to be as we we talked about before. This the speed of this game is going to be turned up so much in a few weeks. Do you I think mean, it's going to take them? Uh, do you think that's going to uh, catch them off guard? Caught Tampa off guard with uh, Columbus a few years Columbus, ago, I think, yeah. before they started winning their cups. So I mean, it could very well. Now, what do you think, Bob? You think that that can kind of they're going to go into a playoff for game one at the Rock against the Rangers, and they come out they're feeling good, and next thing you know, the Rangers are just at eleven, flying all over the place. Devils are on their heels. Like holy shit, we weren't expecting this. Do you think that's something that can happen? 
Or do you think sure. the Devils are good enough to just match anything that anybody else does? I think that can happen, but I think in that scenario, which is opposite of what we just discussed about not going at 11 the whole time, I think if the Devils get a sense that they want to go at 11, they can do that as good as anybody. But yeah. um, I still think if, you know, like Dan's logic about, or whoever said it, you know, first couple of periods, maybe they're chasing us a lot, you know, and they're a little tired, so our third periods have been really good. I guess technically that can kind of carry over for a fourth period too, in that we're maybe more conditioned to keep it up a little more. Um, Good point. If, if they're still, if they still, you know, focus on their clean breakouts and using their speed when they have to, and not just all the time, I think it's still an advantage for us. My my bigger problem is I think about our third periods in general when it's not a comeback situation or when it's not a clean win, and. I mean, how many times did we give up a goal, not only in the last minute, but like the last seconds this year? Seriously, it's more than a handful. Oh, yeah. It's been and, like, at, at the end of every period, I think we're all puckered up our butt cheeks and we're just right. like, Right, so oh, when shit. it's really, really, really clamped down time, they have failed quite a bit. And obviously, if you do that in a playoff overtime, it's game over and now you're down in the series. So that's the biggest thing that concerns me. I think once they're in the actual overtime, they can still use their speed wisely. It's kind of like when we always talked about having Wood needing to rein it in a little bit, you know, just yeah. throw it yeah. down and use it when you need it and get that breakaway. Basically playing with that one-goal lead. They yeah. have not played well with the one-goal lead, and that's what overtime is. Yeah, and, you know, it's – I do think, though, the game Tuesday night against the Wild, um, whatever night it was, Monday or Tuesday night, um, I Tuesday. do think that that game is going to – even though they lost it, um, and I don't. It's hard to even consider that a loss. You know, it was it was a it was to me like losing in a shootout at that point against you know, a very whatever. good team. Against a very good team, but we played zero zero hockey for two and a half periods. Right. Um, it stands out as something that has not happened very often. They haven't been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that was, of course, Vanacek, but the defense and played it has well. To be. Yeah. Um, the defense played really well. The forwards were very responsible defensively. Um, and you got quality goaltending when you needed it. And I don't think that – I think the last time we saw them play a game like that was the one nothing game that we beat the Avalanche back in November, October, November, when we beat them one nothing. Uh, other than that, we haven't had a game where we, we were able to clamp it down and be able to hold serve with a very good defensive team on the other side. That's what they do, and they did it per- perfect uh, to perfection. They got us. I, I felt like they were playing their game, and we were also kind of a, able to play ours. It was a, a weird contrast because even though there was a lot of flow in the game, defensively they were both very sharp, but we were still able to control play a lot of the time uh, and fly up and down the ice. I think a game like that that felt like a playoff game. You know, I mean, it, 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 I think that the the game against that we shut out Col- uh, Carolina, the lat, the three games that we just played against Tampa, and this game against Minnesota, I thought they all felt like playoff games. Um, so I think the team's definitely getting the experience, or at least a feel of, of what to kind of expect. Um, I'm a little worried about the first game of the playoffs. I do think that it, it could end up being a bit of a letdown. But I, again, this team seems to be able to bounce right back. So, you know, I think the um, biggest thing with this team that worries me is we always talk about is obviously the toughness, the physicality. I mean, I think that's a, you know, I mean, I don't know what you guys, that would be my biggest concern with this team. I'm not really worried about, you know, the goaltending we talk about, but 
I mean, Vanacek, if you look at his – the guy has, has a great record this year. And like Chris was saying, the last couple of years what we're used to goaltending-wise, I'm not – I feel like we have the best goaltending we've had in a long time right now. Yeah. I just – the problem is, is, is uh, you know, we're always out hit. Every game, like last night, I don't know why – it was like we're, – we're, there's always a decent number out hit, though. Like, like last night it was 18 to 11 we were out hit. But I, I was – the last four or five games, we're always, always out hit. Um, you know, I think that's – that's my biggest concern is that – it's noticeable too. Well, like, Dano addressed know. that too. Did he? Like, Dano did say we're such a possession team. Right. We have to puck so much, we're not going to be hitting as much. That's but yeah, true. we're still drastically. But over there hit. are times that you know, like Hamilton. I've seen dudes where you know they'll be coming up, they'll gain the zone, he'll be on them, he'll have a clean hit into the boards, and he'll let them skate right by. He doesn't crunch them. He doesn't do it. You know, he tries to do his little stick work. A lot of the guys do that, um, but. I feel like we don't hit because we just don't want to. You know, it's not like – I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I feel like our players, a lot of them just – like, Ball was taking the body a little bit more. But I feel like he can be hitting a lot more and a when lot When Michael harder. McLeod's our toughest guy, yeah. we got – and I like Michael McLeod. You're right. Problem. But you're right, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you watch that game against the Wild. You know, look over there and you got Ryan Reeves on the other side who yeah. nobody will even look at sideways because he'll knock your face off. Uh, you know, we don't have any of those guys. And I'm not saying we need a fighter. We don't. We have a couple of guys that will drop the gloves and scrap. You know, Brendan Smith will. Michael McLeod will. They're not good fighters. But I feel like we just don't hit. Um, yeah, and uh, it's very European hockey in that way when we watch them sometimes. I think uh, every team should be afforded one extra roster spot to have a, a fighter on it. That's my I, Well, yeah, you have one guy to be able to back up your dudes because, you know. Well, did you read what Ryan Reeves said? Because they were talking to him uh, about the Quebec. Um, you were oh, about, about trying to get rid of fighting and hockey. The thing, I... and how next year there's no fighting, and they were asking Ryan Reeves, "How do you feel it's about awful. that? If the NHL was to adapt that, adopt that rather?" And he, oh, he was. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, "You will see if you take fighting away." He said, you're going to see a hell of a lot more superstars injured because people are going to take liberties. He said, it's that simple. He goes, you know, you're going to see a guy like Sidney Crosby getting a knee on knee, uh, you know, something like that because they know there's no repercussions. Um, He said, if you wanted to maybe give a stricter penalty on, because you've been seeing this a lot this year, a guy will hit a dude, it'll be a clean hit, and then somebody will fight him. Like, I don't agree with that. You don't go and fight somebody because he knocked your, you know, one of your dudes out or uh, knocked him on his ass, but if it's a clean hit, it's a clean hit. That's part of the game. You don't go after that person. So maybe you give that person, if they were to, you know, not just a, a two-minute, maybe you give them a double minor on that. You know, if somebody was to go and start a fight after a clean hit. But, uh, you know, he, and, and, and I didn't think about that. He's, there's some truth to that. You take fighting out of the game. Uh, you know, you lose that. Even if, you think guys, you know, play in Minnesota, that even though, you know, a guy like Kaprizov, you think maybe, you know, people are going to think he's not getting these hits like that because they know they have Ryan Reeves over on the other side. It's that simple. Even if he doesn't do anything, it's just his presence. We don't we're have a team anybody. that deals with this. We're a team yeah. that when we watch, you don't think the first round they're going to be like in that locker room, let's go after Jack Hughes, hit Jack yeah, Hughes, exactly hit Jack what Hughes, they're gonna do. focus on Jack Hughes, hit him, hit him. And that's, and I'm, a, I'm 100% for fighters, man. I think... I've always said, I mean, I know I'm, I'm getting old now, but I love to the, 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 have the fighter on the team. I think it's part of the sport. It's a beautiful part of the sport. 
and it keeps people in line. Like back in the day, you know, if you had Ty Domi on your team, you knew if you were a star player that they were going to think twice before they fucked with you because you knew that you knew what you were going to deal with. So what are you going to deal with now if you deal with the Devils? Okay, you might fight Michael McLeod, but you know what? Most likely you have a dude who can handle that on your team. You know, you had a Cam Jansen, who I love Cam Jansen, those guys. Yeah. You knew that you had a fucking answer to somebody. And I thought that was a great, that was just part of the sport. And I think that's one thing that they're trying to take out of it. And I think it sucks. It does suck because, because exactly what you said, you, when you have guys that are, you know, guys like Jack Hughes are not big. They're just, you know, in the playoffs, somebody goes after Jack, takes him out. What happens to him? Nothing. And we've seen it. We've seen it this year. You know, we've seen it. When we played in Florida the last game before the one we played on Saturday, and Keith Kachuk and the the whole fucking team was just having their way with Nico Heischer. It was crazy to see Keith back playing again, too. Yeah, really. (laughs) Got his kid's jersey on and everything. Being old. (laughs) Matthew, um, his younger brother. So uh, I'm showing my age again. I'm not going to call him his dad. So anyway, like, uh, you know, we see Matthew Kachuk taking these liberties with Nico Heischer, and we didn't have any kind of answer for it. That is, I agree with you, Tone, that is something that, yes, should worry Devil fans going into the playoffs. Are we tough enough? Um, Because, look, the Rangers, they're a pretty tough team. I think we're faster than them. I think they probably have the advantage in goaltending. Um... They probably have. I, I would say it's probably a wash on special teams. Um, we both have good power plays. I think our penalty kills a little bit better than theirs. Uh, but it's going to come down to those intangibles, uh, getting that timely scoring from third and fourth line guys, and being physical and winning those board battles and all the other bullshit and cliche stuff that goes along with it. But the physicality. I hope that this team has it, and they just don't know it yet. You know, I hope that come playoff time they're able to turn it on and just be a lot tougher. Um, stand up for each other more. You saw it a little bit in the wild game. There were some scrums in front of the net, and our guys were there. They were, you know, moving dudes away. And, and too many times this year you see people sitting in the paint in front of Vanacek or Schmied, and nobody touches them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can't have that. I mean... We see our star players laying on the ice, and you just know as a fan, well, there's nothing we can do about that. Our toughest guy's in the broadcast booth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Maybe bring Kenny down to you know, yeah. knock some heads. But, Dan, you look like a psycho killer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to fix like uh, our way of playing the outro because I feel it coming on, but this, oh. this should be interesting. Sure. So, the okay, outro. So. Somebody has been hanging on the line here about their prediction of the conference. Somebody had to oh, wait for a you're right. I did say after the wild game. Uh, no, we're not going to win the Metropolitan Division. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say we're we're not. Only, you know, here. Before we wrap it up, let's just look at something. What do you like, Trojan? What? What are you saying, Rubber? <laughs> um, let's check out the Carolina Hurricanes schedule and how many games they have left. Right now, they're winning one nothing against the Rangers, which is such a Hard game to. Who do you root for? I think you have to root for uh, the Rangers. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I guess you got. I don't know. I, I mean, no, you can. The last thing you want is the Rangers to catch you at the end of the day. I'd rather. For a second. Wait, what? I'd rather finish the second. You know what? I'm looking at their schedule. I don't know. Maybe we can win this thing. All right, so they're playing the Rangers right now. They're up one nothing. All right, and then they have the Maple Leafs. 
the Bruins, the Lightning. Those are three tough games. Mm-hmm. The Red Wings, which you never know what you're going to get with Detroit. Uh, the Canadians, okay, they're going to win that. Then they have the Islanders, Senators, Predators, Sabres, Senators again, Red Wings again, and the Panthers. That's two not point, an two easy games schedule. ahead, too, right? Uh, well, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games. Uh, plus, they're playing now, so they'll have a game in hand. Um, well, they'll be back to two games in hand after tomorrow because we play tomorrow. They play Saturday, and so do we. So, but their schedule is not easy. So, whew, I'm gonna say one loss, two losses, three losses. All right, you know what, Bob? I'm gonna go with you. I think we win the division, um, and it's going to be a... That's weird, though. You said we're going to win the least amount of points here on out, and you predicted them three, loss, three losses. That doesn't add up. They got two no, no, games no, no. in hand. Because I, I stopped counting. Because in, my, in my head, I counted oh, okay. more losses. I just okay. said three of them out loud. I got I had you. them in those last couple of games. I'm thinking possibly they can have four to five losses. And if they have okay. those four or five losses, we win. Keep an eye on that Boston game. Mm, yeah, that's First place a... for us that night. So that game is our second second to last game or third to last game or something? Third to last, I think. So yeah. I think the biggest yeah. problem is, you know, you're always going to have a couple, no matter what team you are, at the end you're always going to have like one or two games that you're not supposed to lose that you lose. So I kind of think it evens out a little bit. Yeah. No, there's definitely some truth to that, but we're just saying in a perfect world. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think maybe we take it with, uh, you know, 113, 114 points. Maybe we get a point or two. Um Lead and and we stay there. We win the Metro and then we lose in the first round of the Islanders. That's my pick. Yeah, you had us in second with me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I did. I mean, I'm just the way I'm looking at it. The Devils are gonna drop three. They got they're behind two games, and I don't see Carolina dropping uh, five uh, to tie us. And even if they tie us, I don't know where that ends up. So looks too looks too uphill. I hope. I hope I'm wrong though, because that would be awesome. I'm not going to say that your argument's not more logical, because no, it is. definitely is. But I'm saying we're winning. I hope uh, I hope you're right too, Bobby. I'd love to be wrong in this one. If I had to bet, I bet on you, Bob, because my predictions. We were talking about this before we went on. My predictions all year have been wrong. Like I've I got about every game wrong that we. What do you think's gonna happen? Win? Oh yeah, it's gonna be a win. It's a loss. Dan's, you know. gonna, Dan's gonna be like Andre Pilat. He's just gonna turn it on for the playoffs and just start <laughs> nailing hot takes left and right. I so. think I will have a better feel of the playoff games. We'll find out. We're gonna be doing this then too. Oh yeah, definitely. We have a lot of fun stuff right before the playoffs. We gotta all do our brackets and go that way. And we're gonna be picking mm-hmm. not just series, but you know in. in in how many games we're going to go the whole route. So, like, the day before yeah. So, here's a question. What do we do after the – so, say if the Devils get – just say, unfortunately, the Devils don't – move. you know, something happens in one of the first rounds. Sure. We run the show through the playoffs. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. I think show, we should uh, also consider maybe a little game with maybe even a prize. We'll spitball what that prize could be. Uh, when we pick our brackets, we'll ask the listeners to do the same. Send your bracket in. What you got for the playoffs? And, you know, the listener who wins will figure out what the hell you win. I don't know. Maybe come and sit on Bobby's face. I don't know. Something I'm picking a free year subscription to our podcast. Here you go. Yeah, but something they want, you know? Something would be. <laughs> well, if they're listening. Even the, even the guy that writes in front for it anyway. Even the guy who writes in front of it. Everyone can get it for free. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, 
you know, this show is, we're going to be a, a year-round show. Even come summertime, we're going to even, you know, maybe we're going to try and do three shows a week throughout. Um, it's going to be a lot of, you know, other talk uh, as well. I mean, we are going to dive a little bit more into some other sports and stuff, and we will always keep tabs on what's going on in the NHL as far as off-season stuff. Yeah, I can't wait um, for a badminton season. It's going to be awesome. Well, dude, right around the 4th of July is the pickleball um, championships. What is Dude, this pickle we ball? are gonna what? What is this pickleball? Like, I don't even know what it is. Ball? I hear of it. I don't even know what it's it is. Tennis and ping pong had a baby. Yeah, I, I want to play it. I always was a ping pong addict and never really got into t- to tennis. And uh, I think I could get into pickleball. Dude, There's a game squash here. They call it. I've been. It's like you hit a ball. Goes. It's hard. It's like a squashes. Yeah, it's called squash. You hit like it's basically like a little a ball on a tennis racket, but you're bouncing it against the wall. You have to play defense on it. I, I've done it a few times. It's called baseball here. What is that? baseball? But, but basketball uh, is the number I, one sport here. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm surprised it's not hockey to be honest. No, we have actually. I just saw we had what's his name was in right down the street from us. Uh, what's his? Oh God, Ken Danica. No, no, James. no. Uh, you know, because our, our players here, we had Kasparaitis is from Lithuania. Oh, yeah. Um, and Zubris. Zubris was at the – our Konis team actually won their first championship the other night here. And, and Zubris was in the building here. So. Nice. Yeah, Dinah. All yeah. right, so I think we're going to wrap this one up. And uh, we will see you guys Saturday night after the Senator game to talk about the next two. And uh, we'll go from there. So, once again, anybody, thank you so much for – dealing with us for the hour and 13 minutes um, and our awesome new intro and along with our awesome new outro. Yeah, we're going to have to fix this, maybe. If you want to find us, we're on social media. Just Google Uncle Puckers. uh, Drop us a line, unclepuckers at gmail.com. I want to try and, uh, what what Dan just said, I want to talk to maybe Bobby. You might be able to do this or something where we can maybe do like a printable bracket and put it on like Instagram (laughs) where people can just pull it off and... And they can print it. They can print it off Instagram. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> we can make their own damn brackets. Yeah, well, I'm talking about for the God, we're the old. Listener. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna mail it to you. Yeah. Well, we can give them our post office box. All right. You Everyone, know join our MySpace page. I was just. <laughs> it's I a good just, idea, Chris. It's great. I was just trying to make ourselves more, you know, user friendly for the audience. <laughs> Chris is going to get off the show, put on his Joshua Tree record, <laughs> and put on my bathrobe. Yeah. Go sit on the couch and watch Papa Viagra. <laughs> well, that's my Thursday night. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? That'll do it. All right. Uh, thanks so much for checking us out. We are the Uncle Puckers, and we will see you when we see you. Puckers out. Peace. <laughs> I swear it's coming. Or you got anything, Bob? There it is. I have no. I have no. There. What is mine. Dan? You Nobody? don't hear that? No. Ah, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that? that's a wrap. <laughs>